The verses are 1 through 7. Joshua, the third chapter, verses 1 through 7. If you would, let us read. And Joshua rose early in the morning, and they were moved from Shittim and came to Jordan, he and all the children of Israel, and lodged there before they passed over. And it came to pass after three days that the officers went through the host, and they commanded the people, saying, When ye see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God, and the priests, the Levites, bearing it, then ye shall remove from your place and go after it. Yet there shall be a space between you and it, about 2,000 cubits by measure. Come not near unto it, that you may know the way by which you must go. For you have not passed this way heretofore. And Joshua said unto the people, Sanctify yourselves. For tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. And Joshua spake unto the priests, saying, Take up the Ark of the Covenant and pass over before the people. And they took up the Ark of the Covenant and went before the people. And the Lord said unto Joshua, This day will I begin to magnify thee in the sight of all Israel that they may know that as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. By your heads all Amen. over Amen. Most Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray for this congregation right now. We bind principalities and powers, every hindrance right now in the name of Jesus. We come against every attack of the enemy against the child of God. Ha! God, send your power, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Send your strength, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lead us by your word, dear God, huh? in the name of Jesus. We come against every attack upon every person in the building this morning. We bind the works of darkness right now. Lord, we speak strength in the name of Jesus. We speak, we speak peace, in the name of Jesus. Lord, in your name, Jesus, we declare it done by the power of your name, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Give your manservant wisdom, knowledge, and understanding as he declare your word to your people, Lord. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, we pray right now. Lord, have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Lord, we surrender our hearts to you right now. We are here to hear what you would say to us right now. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, we pray right now. Compel God condition our hearts right now to receive your word. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, Amen. You may be seated. Amen. The subject is you have not been this way before. All right now. You 
or God is about to take you where you've never been before. When we as children of God realize once we submit to God, God will begin to take over our life and take us to where he had designed for us to be. A lot of times we as children of God, we fight God because we cannot comprehend the relationship that God has with his people. You must remember when you were out there in the world, the devil made you believe that you had all the control. In actuality, you did not have any control because he baited you along the way. I don't know if you've ever had the experience of trying to train a dog. You would train the dog through a reward system. And it was depicted upon how well you followed the devil before he gave you the treat that you were after, to. Uh, you get offended when uh, people called you a dog. Uh, but in actuality, the devil treated all of us just like dogs. Uh, do I have anybody in the building? Uh, oh, you should be offended by now. Uh, when you look at the fact that the devil only rewarded you uh, if you served him. Uh, but when you come to God, God does not reward you based on you uh, in your performances. He rewards you based on his word. Uh, that's why every child of God... Uh, you should get excited when you hear a word from God, whether you are ready to follow it or obey it or not, because that word of God will set you free. Oh, I wish I had a church right there. Sometime God has to show you exactly who you are. So you can see that you are not where you're supposed to be. I can hear Sister Dixon sing right now. You're too close to the mirror to see what God sees. Oh, I wish I had a church, but I'm prepared to go the rest of the way by myself. So when we begin to think, or we were taught when we got into the world to have our dreams and to have our aspirations for the future. I wish I had somebody. Oh, you can say amen right there. 
we had our desire. I'm going to live in a big house with a white picket fence. I'm going to drive a big car, a Cadillac. I want the best of the best. I ain't going to eat no more bologna and cheese. I'm going to eat prime rib. I'm going to advance my life. You may not have had my desires, but you had some of your own. And I want you to realize, as long as you serve the devil, he did not allow you to get close to where you wanted to go. Do I have anybody in here? He kept trying to get you to blame somebody else for your problems. Haven't you noticed that you ever noticed? You never quite have the energy to keep pushing yourself even though the devil kept moving your plans far away and you kept getting further away from where you wanted to go until it didn't even line up to your personality you wanted good but you did you wanted to have the best of the best, but you acted the worst of the worst. I wish I had somebody. Hallelujah to God. So life seemed to elude at you, and the dream seemed to turn into a nightmare. I wish I had somebody. Always blame John John on them other folk for your problems. Hallelujah to God. So all of us went in a type of bondage. You may not went to Egypt, but you went where you went. And you lost your control while you was down there. Do I have a church? Hallelujah to God. You were down there. Didn't know how you were going to get out. I've seen it in a number of times. You see, it is very common now amongst young folk and teenagers. They have these big dreams, but the devil caused their dreams to elude them. Hallelujah. May I tell you, God is the only one that'll help you be more than you ever wanted to be. Do I have a church? Hallelujah. It is very common now 
when you see folk that messed up their life it is common to see it in gang related issues oh hallelujah it take the gang cake folk that really have poor self esteem have poor values have mama and daddy issues and begin to grab their mind. I wish I had a church right now. They have problems of following leadership. So it leads them down the path of rebellion. I remember not only too long ago, I watched a documentary about the Ku Klux Klan. It was the same principle that the gang used now. So why can you call red and blue bad a good and the white club bad? All of it's bad. It's designed for human failure and leads you to sin. Uh, do I have an audience? Uh, we're so jacked up now. We're all calling bad good and good bad. We're all jacked up in our thinking. Do I have a church? Unless you change the way you think. You'll never be able to follow God. You'll never be able to submit to the power of God. May I remind you, we talk about young people. But when I was growing up, I used to hear the old folks say, Ain't no fool like an old fool. Do I have a church? And may I tell you under the sound of my voice, you're running after old days. So don't be an old fool. I wish I had a church right here. Somebody ought to give God some praise. Somebody ought to give God some glory. Hallelujah to God. We, 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 a lot of times, we just don't get what God is doing in our life. Can you imagine a day if God will call you into question and ask you, let's deal with everything in your life. I want it all at the same time. I'm not going to give you a reprieve. But I want to deal with A, B, C all the way down to X, Y, and Z. Ain't nothing going to escape us today. You might as well tell yourself, it's going to be a long day in the presence of a living God. Do I have me 
your church? Or do I have to go the rest of the way? Oh! by myself. Hallelujah, God. May I remind you we got a whole lot of stuff that we should be thankful for. Even the things that in our life that God has chosen not to deal with yet. We ought to shout hallelujah. And be grateful that God has given us one more sunny day. I believe I'll preach this morning. We ought to be glad that we serve a God that not only knows us on first name basis. He knows every hair that is on your head. God knows details about you that your spouse don't know about you. And by now, if you've been married to any given time, they've seen you from the rooter to the tutor. Do I have me a church? Or do I need to pray a little while longer? Hallelujah, God. We ought to be glad that God sees us and God predetermined different seasons in our life. I've already preached that one. You've got to get the tape on that one. But you ought to be glad that spring, summer, winter, and fall happen to us all. And we've got a God that gives us a reprieve when we spend too long in winter. He allows the sun to come and give us the warmth that we need so we can hold on a little while longer. I feel like preaching today. And so as we begin to hang out with God, God begin to get very intimate. And may I tell you, ain't nothing like God being intimate with you and having a one-on-one with you about you. Number one, the reason is if you if he gives you a dream, you'll think it's about somebody else. But I like when God begin to take you where my former pastor said, where the rubber meets the road, and begin to travel with you on the passenger seat as he drives. 
to your life. Hallelujah to God. Sometimes he take you back. That's why I love the old songs. When I look back down the road, where I laid my heavy load, sometimes I get a thrill. When I look back down the hill, I can see the trouble and trials that God has brought me through. And then I can say to God, if you wouldn't have been there, I wouldn't have made it. It is because of you I stand today, say sanctified, Holy Ghost feel, fire baptized, got Jesus on my side, and I'm running for my life. Do I have a church? And one thing that I found out. God loves taking his children on flashback, exercising, reminding you where he picked you up from, reminding you if he would have left you there, you probably would have been dead, sleeping in your grave. Hallelujah. And by now, thank you. Ought to roll off of somebody's lips. Because you know better than I know where he found you. You know better than anybody know. You was at a ditch. Hallelujah to God. And so I come to tell you there is a mindset to serving this God. There is a mind, there is a mind. You gotta have a mind. And I know most of you have mind issues just like I do. You wake up with days and some of you go weeks and months. Am I all in? Am I partly out? Do I serve God full week? Do I take a break in my service and serve my flesh for a little while? Or do I, do I get it together and I know I gotta get it together by Sunday. But may I remind you, God is a Monday God. God is a Tuesday God. God is a Wednesday God. God is a Thursday God. God is a Friday God. God is a Saturday God. God is a whole day. Uh, 
Sunday God. Hallelujah. You can track him, you can track him. January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, spring, summer, winter, fall. God is an all-season God. There is not a season that God is not present. Do I have a church? Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. God is ever-changing. But have you noticed? We all want to remain the same. How do you be the same? And you are in a relationship with a God that keeps on changing. Hallelujah to God. He lived, but he died. He still walked the earth, but he died. He came back to life, but he died. He told us what you're going through, I've already been through. You ain't got no excuse, because I already know what you think you know. Isn't that just like our God? But he said, I'm not going to hold your past against you unless you make me, unless you refuse to repent. Hallelujah to God. And you won't get excited about that kind of God. I don't know. Have you noticed? He'll do something that we're having a problem with. You can hear about what I came out of. You may grab your purse. You can hear about the lifestyle that I live. You may tell your wife, don't talk to Pastor Turner. But look at God. God will say, I know and I know. And I dare any demon out of hell to talk about what I know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. You don't quite realize what you have on your side. Hallelujah. So, so, we have a hard time changing our mind to follow God. And this was, this was an issue right here that the nation of Israel they were having a problem I know not know yeah cute you yeah clean you yeah ain't nobody sanctified like you you I having a problem in a holiness church oh yeah you don't want nobody to nobody but you well I got some news this morning and I'm gonna bust if I don't tell you hallelujah to God 
this way before and that's your problem it's all new to you but it ain't new to God you ask God to bless you but every time he lay his hand on you you wiggle and shake it off so God has sent me to tell you I've got to take you somewhere where you have not been before hallelujah to God this ain't no Star Trek it's a God track hallelujah to God so here we see the nation of Israel and they're traveling with God and number one there are problems everywhere how do you come out of sin and hold on to God how do you come out of it and you enjoyed it don't lie to me I was out there too you enjoyed it that's why you savor the taste that's why you love it you love it you love it when ain't nobody looking you love it more than God do I have a church or do I have to go the rest of the way myself you loved it in the morning you loved it all night long you lean on it at noontime you smile at it at 3 o'clock at 5 o'clock happy hour I'll be there just call on me and I'll be there I feel like preaching. You mean to tell me? Holy sanctify me. God broke me out. God set me free. And I still got a taste in my mouth. I swirl it around. Hallelujah to God. I savor the flavor. Hallelujah to God. When it looks like God was winning, the nation of Israel showed God he was losing. Just like you, you have the church believing you are winning. But when it comes down to God, you are the biggest loser. Do I have a church? I can see God. Maybe if I feed them quail. They said they were hungry for meat. So the quail walked in. Laid down under the knife. They didn't have to run after a quail. The quail just walked in. And dropped down if you please. See, God said eat all you want to eat. Can't a quail leave until God gets through. And God ain't through. 
until you get through. Did you hear me? Hallelujah. Then God said, that didn't work. I can hear God. They say they're thirsty. They want some water. All I got is rocks and mountain in the wilderness and sand. They can't drink the sand. I think I'll speak to a rock. Look at God. Rock. I'm going to have Moses to do something. And I want you to obey Moses. But what you're really doing is obeying me to Moses. Rock. You knew me from the beginning. Rock. You know there's a chain of command. Rock. When I called you to come forth, I told you who I was. I was your maker. And the rock said, Lord, for you I will obey. Hallelujah to God. And so Moses spoke to the rock and the water started flowing and I can see over a million folk in the wilderness and everybody drinked until their bellies were full. I come to tell you, hallelujah to God. You're serving the wrong God. You're going after the wrong God. He won't stop until you fall. I can see him. Well, that ain't enough. What about bread? You done had enough meat. Now it's something about bread. Lord, you're still for a loaf of bread. Ain't nothing like some hot bread. Give me some bread and butter. Give me some bread and jam. When you go out to eat today, you gonna be mad if they don't bring the bread and put it on the table before the waitress leave. Where is my bread? She got some explaining to do. But I dare you, look at God. If God will come and ask you this morning, what are you doing with my bread? And the bread is his word. The bread is his son. What are you doing with the bread that I sent you? My God, I come to remind you that day is fastly approaching when God will require what did you do with all the ammunition that I gave you how 
how did you handle what I gave you to handle what you're going through with I feel like going on so you see here now oh with all that God had done and now God couldn't get them to really perform like he would have them perform. So what God had to allow, and I got to prophesy to somebody, you, you walking around in your wilderness because you don't want to believe God and you're camped out in sin because if you don't change, God's got somebody in a few days not only going to take your place, but going to get your assignment because you don't want to follow God. You got a little, little Think Sinatra syndrome. You want to do it your way. You want to do it and still live in sin. You want to do it and still want to touch the unclean thing. You want to tell God didn't nobody see it. But God say, I heard even in your praise, your praise is stinking because of the way you live it. Your hallelujah is about to make God gag because it's a stink in the nostril of a righteous, holy God. I, I hear God saying, you want to know why it took them 40 years when most writers said it should have been a week at the most. God told them, since I can't change your heart, go out, go ahead and make your camp. You going to be here until the next generation. Oh, somebody's heart should have dropped right there. You mean to tell me God will take your assignment and hold it for 20 years until a new generation come that don't know nothing about you that don't know how you held up God's intention and you held up God's blessing and you held up making God look good you made God look bad before all the enemies but God let them know I brought them out I saved them they know better than to have this kind of lifestyle but I see God 
just when you think it's over, God said, oh no, hold it. Let me drop the name of two. Hey, Joshua, guess what, man? You're going into the promised land. Let me find me a Caleb. Hey, Caleb, guess what, man? You gonna walk in the promised land Not only with your children But with your great 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 children You're crossing over In a whole lot of us A whole lot of us Getting ready to lose out Because we have not passed this way before. When you look at the fact, some of them had lame excuses for turning around. Give me the Greeks and give me the garlic. Give me slave food. But they didn't want slave food. They wanted a slave lifestyle. Let me talk to those of you this morning that won't drop what you've been in like it's hot. You making God look like he can't deliver. You making God look like his arm too short to save. I come to tell you in a few days you getting ready to find out exactly who the God that you've been talking about cause God Take it personal. Hallelujah to God. When, 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 when we begin to look at why, why, why on earth here you find it was approximately 20 years later. You mean to tell me? 20 years have transpired and God now he has established Joshua to be the ruler Joshua to be the head and Joshua have been established that he was going to follow God I don't care what the saints do I'm going to follow God as the as for me and my house, Joshua. I'm gonna serve the Lord, Joshua. I don't care what you and your house do, long as they don't do it in the church. Do your foolishness at home. God's gonna reward you according to your service and not mine. Do I have a house? Do I have to preach it by myself? So here, 
Oh, now 20 years have transpired. And you think that God was not watching them for 20 years. Isn't it amazing when you look at time like God does? 20 years could have been a day in the sight of God. And can I warn you, those years and minutes that you lose, you can't get them back. Do I have anyone in here? You can't get not one day that you gave the devil back. Hallelujah. Not one hour you spent in the club. You can't get it back. Do I have a church? And so now God is beginning to deal with them to tell them oh Joshua it's morning now and Joshua began to get up and then find out this is no ordinary day I don't know if you realize it sometimes Monday ain't an ordinary Monday Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday Friday cause God's getting ready to do something that you ain't suspecting hallelujah hallelujah to God can you imagine you've been praying now God's getting ready to answer hallelujah now remember this now when God told call Joshua he told Joshua you gonna take the nation of Israel to the promised land trying to quit before the assignment is complete. Some of you trying to quit because you, the devil, had convinced you you heard a voice that wasn't God. Twenty years. Now it's time to fulfill. Look at here. Can you imagine? The day you wasn't expecting, God said, this is the day. Don't tell me, oh, I pray, I fast. You think you don't talk to God. You fast and pray to make yourself look good. There is a proper fast. You know, there is a right way to do something. 
The right way is give God what he wants, when he wants it, how he wants it. So now, God is saying, this is the day. This day you have never seen it before. The English language learners I have never been here before or I have never been here before. It's a question or a statement. Are you asking God, have I ever been here before? Or have I? I have never you know, in the last couple of years, I'm finding out something about this thing. They're scared to ask questions because they don't want the answer. They really don't want to know what God is saying because it challenges them to do better when they know exactly what God is saying. The before ends in the confession confusion. So I think I have to use past perfect tense. The construction Never been here before means that the person speaking is talking about a time they were here for the first time. You showed up for the first time to actually deal with what God has been trying to get you to deal with for 20 years. running from. You say you love God. You say he's your savior. What are you running from? It means that they're here for the first time. Isn't it amazing? I don't know about you, but have you ever thought about I'm not talking about Millie Jackson. Think back to your first time. I'm talking about the Holy Ghost. Cause you to think back to when you first got initiated with God. Well, I know you really enjoyed that first time. When God was trying to get us, trying to get us to do something different. You thought 
but you wasn't doing right before God. So God said, I want you to follow me. Now, isn't it amazing now? Now they had time to build an ark. And they were training what the ark was all about. So now God said, I'm going to do a call and response thing before. For those folks that don't pretend like they don't know how to worship. They have a few call and response. I say hallelujah. You say hallelujah. I say thank you, Jesus. You say thank you, Jesus. And some of y'all are going to say my Bluetooth is off. So. But when God told them the plan, I need you to follow me, but I can't have you close because you ain't going to be able to see which direction that I want. Now remember now, it was a million people. And all it would take is a one or two just like you. And it made it hard. Joshua told the priest, God wants 2,000 cubits. Go on down the road. You start up. Some of you need to learn how to follow the leader. That's your problem. The leader ain't going to follow you. You got to follow the leader. If nothing else, go back to when you were the kid when you had to follow the leader. Now you think that you can just walk toward God. You don't even know which way God went. Because God ain't telling it to everybody. God's speaking to his folk and his folks only in this dispensation. And then why we give the Holy Ghost to call into remembrance. Oh, don't make me teach a Bible study. And actually, this is about a half of a mile. I can hear something. Oh, my feet hurt. Can I tell you something? God makes sure all the folks that had foot problems died. Are you want to be next? It's too hot out here. All the folks that thought it was too hot died. You're not getting it. God cleaned the church. Y'all not getting it. And a whole lot of us don't realize maybe this virus thing was God's way of cleaning the church. A whole lot of church folks died. I knew you ain't going to like me. But far as I'm concerned, couldn't nobody do this but God. So he told them, now those of you that are left, I need you to sanctify yourself. Oh, Lord. 
problem with the word sanctified? Those of you that are having a problem sanctified, can I tell you? If the rapture take place unless you're sanctified, you ain't going. I ain't going. You hear me? God means what he said. You can come here and fall out, roll in the floor, speak in tongue, grab your hair, leave your wig at the offering, altering, and take up out of here. If you ain't sanctified, you just left your wig. Come back and get it. You still ain't sanctified. Now he told them now, I need you to do not just one day, because you know what? It takes a long time for you to really break through and get through with you. You'll get through with me quick, but when it come down to you, oh, no, no, no. The only reason I did that because Pastor Turner looked at me. If Pastor Turner wouldn't have said it like that, Lord, I wouldn't have took it fit. But can I tell you, you got to do it according to the word of God. And I got some bad news. Ain't nobody eating for three days. Ain't nobody gonna do nothing but have church for three days. Ain't nobody talking unless they're repenting for three days.
change got to 